The Neat Stuff Podcast, Episode 3. Greetings to the Neat Stuff Podcast. My name is Devin. Joining me today is my girlfriend, Catherine. Hello, I'm Catherine. And my brother wasn't able to join me today because we're early in the morning and we are currently hanging out at a land party at PDX Land, like I told you last week. Woot, woot. So with this land party, we're just going to jump right in because we're both hanging out here having fun and all that stuff. Uh, the PDX LAN, which you can find online at PD, pdxlan.net, it's a 500-person LAN with three full days of gaming. So we just get 500 people, bring their computer, we all sit them down, land them together, and we play a ton of games. Unfortunately, we're, we mostly play online games, which is kind of weird. And we actually have a, uh, a chart of how much bandwidth we've been using. So we've been using a crazy amount. So... If you're interested in in doing any LAN party at all, uh, PDX LAN is a good way to go. It is a little expensive, I think. If you're gonna, if, if you don't know whether you really like getting together with a large number of people, PDX LAN is kind of like jumping into the deep end with both feet. Um, usually, there are small local LANs. It's kind of been hard to find in Portland lately. If you are a college student, I know for a fact. It, Sorry, let me rephrase that. College student in Oregon. Um, we have met some people from OSU who run slightly smaller lands. So, but they're not. It's not kind of the same feeling as this big inclusive social group that you get at PDX Land. Well, what's interesting about PDX Land is that it's actually held a probably about a fifteen. Uh, I would actually say like a five-minute uh, car ride from the Portland Inter- International Airport. So, if you live in another state, you can fly to Portland and take a shuttle to the hotel which it's the it's a holiday in hotel and we just you can get a room uh, there's a cheap rate there's a couple hotels in the area that are relatively close i mean you can get a two-night stay for maybe for less than two hundred dollars so it's a pretty easy way to get here and there's people from other sides of the state other sides of the country i think i've i met a couple people from nevada and california so it's pretty sweet of a place to go and a place to have fun and to meet some friends I've always really liked PDX Land because of how many people you get coming, and there's a lot of chance to, if you are coming in from out of state, there's a lot of people who are willing to put you up in a hotel room. There's always forum posts, hey, can I crash on your floor for the night? So it's easy to find a group. It's not like you have to come by yourself and expect to be by yourself. So that was really nice. Going back to the thing you were talking about, the online, um, because you talked about uh, how we only play online games. It's kind of interesting to look at the evolution of LAN parties, you know, from things that were really LAN-based, stuff like Counter-Strike and not Half-Life so much, but Day of Defeat, Team Fortress, the originals, and how they've kind of modified into the larger um, online-only style things. Yeah, and what's... And one of the reasons that you come to PDX Land is actually not for the land gaming. Like the computer part is sort of secondary. There are other events that happen during the day. There's the Highland Games, or where are a bunch of geek-related fun things, and there's a bunch of different things that you can do 
during the day. There's we had a barbecue this time, and the Highland Games themselves are a lot of fun because you do you go outside. I know crazy, but you go outside and you play compete in different things like hard drive shuffleboard or the mouse toss or a keyboard scramble where you pull apart a keyboard and put all the keys back. And what's nice is that they've been trying to organize things that you work as a team on a per table. And as you run around, you are actually going to be, uh, you can you get an opportunity to meet new people that you might be sitting next to and hopefully find some people to game with. And that's one of the reasons that you want to come to a LAN party is to meet other people who play the games you play and hopefully make some new friends. So if you're interested, it's pdxland.net. Head on over and it's a lot of fun. Moving on, the next neat thing we have coming up is Video Game High School, VGHS. It's a nine-episode video series created by a whole bunch of people, but the one that got me interested in is Freddie Wong, who makes a ton of videos on YouTube that are super cool. Uh, it's an interesting world where, so instead of professional sports like football, basketball, that stuff, video games are like the number one sport, and it's like, video game players are superstars so it's a really interesting sort of change of how the world works and it makes for some really interesting bit because you have like the first person shooter guys you have the 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 rock band people the drift kings that you know people there's all these different groups that fight uh the fighting stuff and the story actually follows brian d who's just this random guy who just gets beaten up and everybody doesn't like him he's sort of that every man sort of geek that uh is pretty good but he gets sort of defeated by his own insecurities he would like a one-shot deal he gets the opportunity to go to the vghs uh for the video game high school and he basically comes into this world and through his uh, experiences they are able to explore this really cool situation with a bunch of geeks and it's where everybody thinks gaming is a cool thing in the world. I haven't actually seen this yet. I, I keep intending to, although it has been recommended to me to watch it kind of as as one long thing. And I'm, I'm actually holding out, but I'm so excited because I've been watching the behind the scenes. So I kind of get little hints of what I'm going to get to see when I watch the whole thing. And I'm really excited. So it's it's amazing how how many aspects they really cover, like how many different types of gaming they really cover. Yeah, what's interesting is that they really talk about all the, what's nice about Freddie Wong is that they talk about all the ways that they do stuff. So they talk about the pyrotechnics, they talk about how they set up the film studio, they go on location to different areas, and they always plug the area that they go to. Because a lot of people, I mean, this is a very, this is basically a fan film that's very high quality, very high production value, and the, it's amazing that they had very little funding on this and they basically decided, you know what, we're just going to put this online. We're going to have a nine episode st uh, stint, which it's completely done and you can go and watch the whole thing start to back. And it, it's pretty amazing. Uh, there are moments that kind of stumble and you're just like, eh, whatever. One of my favorite characters is actually the principal of the school. He's just this old bearded grizzled guy who's just like, just, uh, who's just very, very, I just want to say gruff and it's just he's an if every principal is like that it would be amazing it's a very professionally done production and just watching it so you can sort of see what is possible with a lot of people 
who are passionate about something, who are interested in something, and who just sit down and decide they're just going to go for it. It's really amazing. And all the behind the scenes are, I think, pretty funny. So you should watch all that stuff. It's up on YouTube and on rocketjump.com. So the next neat thing we have is a video game. Now, in the in the spirit of land partying, there's a there's a game out there that basically is designed for people who go to a land party. So, have you ever played like the Bridge Commander games, Kat? No, I'm pretty sure I've seen them, but I haven't actually played them. So, in Bridge Commander, you're you're the commander of a spaceship. I mean, have you ever wanted to be a commander of a spaceship? I've been, I've wanted to be many things. Um, I actually don't have a huge design to be the commander, but boy, howdy, do I want to be on one. Artemis is actually perfect for you because Artemis is a situation where you where it's land play only, and you get each player is a position on the ship. So instead of being one person that has to manage everything from weapons to shields to movement and all the other stuff, you can actually be uh, you each person each person actually picks a position. So you have the helmsman, the weapons officer, the engineering officer, the science officer, even the comm officer has a position. And running all this is the captain. What's really interesting, the captain doesn't have a keyboard and mouse. The captain does nothing to actually control the ship. That's awesome. And you may think you'd be like, well, what the heck? That's Why doesn't they just, you know, do whatever? But with everything, the, the weapons person can't do anything but shoot. The, the helmsman can't do anything but drive and control the shields. The engineering is the only person that can adjust power and everything. So when you're doing all this stuff, everybody has a role to play, and the captain kind of runs ship. So if you wanted to be, like, the head of a, of a, of a crew or you want to be, like, running a your own ship, you can call commands, and they got to reply back, and it's a huge teamwork game that it really depends on your ability to work as a team and to fill your role and do what you need. Because if one person isn't filling their role, the whole team suffers and the ship may get destroyed. That's, that's actually really interesting, and I'm pretty stoked for checking this game out. Um, so does the captain get to basically see what everyone else is doing? Because I feel like the captain's job in this point is to kind of like um, bring everybody together and get everybody working together properly. So what the captain has just a screen monitor in front of him, and he needs the other officers to put what he wants up on the main screen. So it's like, put up our, our uh, like, put them on the main viewer, or give me power, you know, put power control up on the main viewer, or he just asks to what's going on. And he gets some basic status information, but it's like, you know, it's like your Kirk sitting at the, at the hell, or sitting in the captain's chair and yelling at people to do everything. Transition due to loudness at land. Curse you, powered sound system. Curse you all to hell. To get the game, it's $40 for a complete bridge crew. So it's 40 bucks, and you get enough copies to put on all of the computers you need to actually run a full ship. So there's multiple missions and scenarios, and you can even script your own scenarios. And I think there's even a multiple ship combat, so you can have uh, other allies that you can ask to help you and coordinate with other people. I haven't really played around with how expandable it is, but this game looks super interesting. And if you have, and the only thing that's really holding me back is I don't have five other, or 
yeah, I don't have five other people who really want to play. I have a few other people, but you really need a full bridge crew to work, and you need to sort of set it up as a small LAN party and bring everyone together. But it is an amazing concept, and they're breaking a lot of ground on some really interesting uh, different uh different play styles and ideas to really bring this teamwork idea together. I would love to see this game set up as like a competitive multiplayer where you actually have two captains and two crews fighting it out against each other with maybe other ships just to see these massive space battles. So I went and looked at their website because you decided to very nicely include it in the text for this, uh, uh, for this podcast. I uh, highly recommend checking out the website. It's very nicely set out and very friendly as far as bandwidth goes. Um, I noticed that you can now play over the internet as a version 1.1 1. 1, uh, when you optimize the network code, so that'll be really nice. Uh, I think it'll definitely be more fun as a LAN party, but now in case you can't get that LAN party together, you'll be able to play over the internet, which is fantastic. Also, there's a question here that says, I want bridge-to-bridge -bridge PvP combat. That would be super cool. Since version 1.1, you can now create multiple client main screens, thus creating multiple player ships on the server. So it sounds like you will be able to do massive space battles eventually, although I'm betting the hard or the current code probably doesn't set up for really, really massive space battles. But at least that initial PvP sounds like it's been started. Yeah, so if you want to check it out, it's artemis.eochu.com. So that's A-R-T-E-M-I-S dot eochu.com and it's a really interesting game and they're doing really good stuff i would pick it up if you have the friends to do it and play around with it but it's definitely something to keep your eye on because it's just going to get better as they work on it more and make it an even better experience an even better game for you to play so that's it for the neat stuff podcast oh wait 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 wait, wait. we have to talk about grandma chongas bonus neat thing awesome one of the people who has been at Pretty much every LAN that I have, oh, I want to say ever been to that's been not at a house has been this fantastic company called Grandma Chonga Salsa. They're a sponsor. Yeah. They're more than a sponsor because, I mean, the nice thing about having sponsored LAN parties is you get free stuff and that's always wonderful. But Grandma Chonga's consistently goes above and beyond. And like, for example, this LAN, she actually brought homemade guacamole. Oh, so good guacamole it was amazing you don't even like you can't even get that in the store they she just brought it because she's awesome and they have a really kind of fun variety of salsa too so um they have a salsa queue which is barbecue salsa so it's got that little bit of smokiness to it um i don't find her salsas too spicy which is nice she does have a hot a hot salsa which is spicy but I'm kind of sensitive, so I really enjoy that. And they also have a tropical salsa, which I, I swear to you, this sounds bizarre, but I guarantee you it's delicious. You have to put a little bit of the tropical salsa onto vanilla ice cream. It's incredible. It's really weird because there's a little bit of pepper to it. And um, then you get the, I think it's pineapple and mango. Maybe it's not mango, but it's definitely pineapple. And it's really, really good. And I highly recommend it. So... Um, you can get her food, uh, her salsas um, at Whole Foods and occasionally New Seasons. I've only, I haven't seen it at all New Seasons, but if you can't get it there, 
You can always ask new seasons. Please do, please, please, once you try our salsa and fall in love, please just ask your local Whole Foods to carry it. And you can go to their website at grandmachongas.com. That's G-R-A-N-D-M-A-C-H-O-N-G-A-S.com. They're an amazing salsa. Their, their philosophy for salsa is that taste is king, or in this case, queen, for, for that spiciness is sort of secondary just to give you that extra kick to just bring everything together. So if you're looking for the hottest salsa ever, you're going to need to pass on to something else. But if you want the best, one of the best salsas out there, Grandma Changa's is the way to go. And we have many, many thanks for her sponsoring pretty much every land party I've ever been to. Because we always leave with salsa or we have salsa at the land party. And it is delicious. Yeah, seriously cannot pimp out Grandma Changa's enough. So we love you, Grandma Changa's. Yeah, we love you. You're so awesome. So that's the actual end of the Neat Stuff podcast uh, coming to you from PDX LAN. Uh, you can find us online at neatstuff.podbean.com or you can send us an email at neatstuffpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please subscribe and let people know if you're interested in this. We got more neat stuff. My brother will hopefully be back with me next week and for some more neat stuff. So coming to you from PDX land, this is Devin. And I'm Catherine. We'll see you next time. Have a good week. Have a good week. Bye-bye. podcast was brought to you by Bob's Redshirt Emporium. When you really want to draw attention away from your bridge crew, take Bob's Redshirt Emporium. Use coupon code He's Dead Jim for 20% off your first order. Dota. <laughs> no. no. That is a that is a curse word in this podcast. <laughs> that is a curse word. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Get over it. All right.